Today is Monday, January 16th. The title for our devotional is Communion Celebration. Our new campaign is called The Table. The table, remember, is a powerful symbol of the way of Jesus. At the table, we celebrate the Lord's Supper, remembering the redemptive, saving work of Christ. At the table, we remember what ties us together as a community. More broadly, at the table, we find a symbol of welcome, acceptance, hospitality, and community. In a world where relationships are rended and people are isolated and groups polarized, the table is a countercultural symbol of the Christian life. The first few weeks of this campaign will be looking at the original institution of the Lord's Supper, the first table. Last week, we talked about what's happening when we take communion. Just to recap, here's what I wrote last week on Friday on the meaning of communion. One, it's a sign reminding us of the core of our faith. That is Jesus' atoning death on the cross for our sins. We can't be reminded of this enough. We need to be reminded of the love of God, which was undeniably demonstrated by Christ on the cross. We need to be reminded that our righteousness is not in our own good works, but in Christ's righteousness imputed to us through faith in him. We need to be reminded of the great cost of our sin, the perfect, holy, righteous Lamb of God. Secondly, it experientially strengthens our faith. The spiritual world often feels distant, intangible, and unrelated to our regular life. Although this isn't true, we often feel this way. So by engaging our senses through eating the bread and drinking the wine or juice, we're experientially reminding ourselves of the spiritual realities that we so often fail to realize. Also, by taking the communion elements, we're reminded that we are spiritually nourished by Christ, just as the elements physically nourish our bodies. Third, in communion, we're reminded of our participation with Christ. 1 Corinthians 10.16 tells us that it is not the cup of thanksgiving for which we give thanks a participation in the blood of Christ, and is not the bread that we break a participation in the body of Christ. So like the people of Israel would regularly eat the Passover meal as a participation in the story of their ancestors' exodus from Egypt, so the Lord's Supper believers are participating in the story of Christ and his redemption. Fourth, in communion we're reminded of our unity one to another. We as the church are called the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 10.17 says, Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all share the one loaf. The common sharing of the bread reminds us of the unity we have in the church. We'll spend a few weeks on this later in the campaign, as it is Paul's driving point in 1 Corinthians 11.17-34. I'm including all of this again as a recap because I missed an important part of the meaning of communion, and that is celebration. I tend to overlook and undervalue regular celebration ceremonies in general. I'm a bit of a bummer with birthdays and anniversaries. So it took the gentle reminder of our good friend Chuck Beckler to point me to the celebratory aspect of the Lord's Supper. With that said, this whole week we will explore the celebration of the Lord's Supper, and since I uh, tend to undervalue that, I'm likely robbing all of you of the value of celebration in general. So I figured we'd take a whole week in an attempt to compensate for it to some degree. So for reflection today, reflect on the table as a sign of celebration. How does a table factor into your regular celebrations and ceremonies?